Filipino. Yes! Rumors and rumblings. That's awesome! Let the filibustering begin. We're working our way towards 2021 here on Mad About Movies. Welcome back in, ma'am fam. We are back. Another episode. No movie of the week this week. No review for the main feed. We've got a little throwback edition happening in the uh, VIP for the, the Vipers coming up. Uh, maybe you've heard of a movie called Elf. Mm. We're going to be talking about a little bit later this month in the, in the Viper Room. So something that interests you, become a VIP over at madaboutmoviespodcast.com slash VIP. And we're going to be talking about Elf, a much overdue conversation. But as you heard in the, the intro there, it's time for movie news, rumors, rumblings, guys. Woo. Long overdue. Yeah. So much to talk about. So much to get through. We'll skip the banter. Mm. We'll get right into this. And, uh, you know, we actually had called doing this episode yeah. on the heels of the HBO Max announcement, because there's so much to talk about there, you know, in regards to movies shifting around and impact on the industry, things like that. And then um, Disney has their investor day last week and uh, crams us with more movie news items to, to hit on. <laughs> but I think we should start with HBO Max. We'll skim, skim over this news a little bit. Um, Brian, I've got the list of movies that is going to be shifted to HBO Max or mm-hmm. or day and date and, and all that with HBO Max. If you want to kind of talk about the, uh, you know, just the generic know, outlining of the deal, maybe. Yeah, so it sounds like the uh, we're going to get it's, it's day and date. So the the test case for this will be on Christmas Day, supposedly, and that's Wonder Woman 84 which is going to come out uh, in theaters worldwide or wherever theaters are open. Uh, I saw today like the London had to shut their theaters down and and Warner Brothers said pretty much, "Yeah, okay. Well, we're going to we're going to keep releasing this movie regardless. It's we got to get this thing out." So, uh, it's getting good reviews too. So, um, I'm pretty excited for that. But yeah, so you're going to have if if you live in an area where theaters are an option, uh, you will have the option to go and see Wonder Woman 84 in theaters if you want to do that. And if you do not want to do that or you live in an area where theaters are not an option, uh, you can you can fire up old HBO Max on Christmas morning and uh, and watch watch the movie there. And it's going to ter- carry on through, what is it, like what? how many films they have on this late next year? 21 or something like that? Like it's, uh-huh. it's a yeah. pretty substantial list of films. And it's their entire, at the moment at least, it's their entire film slate for, for 2021. So... Dune in October and In the Heights in July, I think, and as well as some of the smaller movies, like we're apparently getting a Mortal Kombat movie next month. Um, there's a Denzel movie that's supposed to come out at the end of January, uh, a Hugh Jackman joint. So um, that's that's kind of the, the the basics overview of of this this project. You you can all you all you got to do is have an HBO Max subscription, which I believe is like fourteen ninety nine a month. Or you can, uh, as I did a week before this news was announced, I, I changed my AT&T wireless plan to like a slightly different plan, you know, where you, mm-hmm. it's like save 20 bucks a month and got a free year of HBO Max with it. So that was quite timely and, and relevant and turned out to be very nice. So I, I think those kind of deals are still out there too. So What was it, AT&T? Yeah, AT&T. I mean, you know, just for cell phones, just our, our wireless oh, plan. So, so I was you got a new wireless plan and they gave yeah, you a free yeah, yeah. year. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So I was thinking about moving to something different and I was like, well, I'll check and see what the comp is first. And there was a, 
what you know, whatever. Move to this plane and get this and that and whatever. And so I went ahead and did that. And yeah, Kent, you and I are about to have our uh, HBO Max as well. Nice with nice. our AT and T Now subscription for RSNs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're throwing that in too. Yeah. Yes. So yay. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, HBO Max has has cool really stuff. done a good job of yeah, it's a cool one of at least at launch throwing out some some stuff that people know <laughs> yeah. you know i think that's the toughest part really here and it's so confusing apple strategy and i know i go down this this wormhole every time where when you start these things and ask quibi i mean they <laughs> they had the money i would you but have I, to, I can't you have find to them. <laughs> they won't return my email <laughs> yeah, i've applied for several jobs <laughs> yeah, yeah we've tried we've tried numerous <laughs> times we keep calling the 1-800 number no one no one's answered 1-800 quibi quibi um Queeby. It's I, it's pronounced now that they're defunct, it's Queeby forever. Right. Mm-hmm. Wife is the Queeby. <laughs> this is Linda. <laughs> um Yeah, so I mean the whole thing when you launch these services, it's about market share, right? It's about it's about getting a dent and putting a dent in the, the Netflix market share and the Amazon Prime market share and the Hulu market share. And now all you know, it seems like every year with one of these Launching, there's a slimmer and slimmer piece of the pie to go after, and so HBO Max, yeah, they they came they came packing heat. They they, they walked into this thing like, sup, what up? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, okay, yeah, you know, in the first first year, we're throwing all these things. You know, of course, this is pandemic. You know, this is the only reason this is happening is because because of COVID. This isn't like their release this right. isn't their strategy to grow hbo max like this happened mm-hmm. because of the circumstances yeah um, they they pivoted what's capit- going on capitalized on the strategy. situation yes. yeah exactly exactly which is a you know a pretty smart now i think they did it in a stupid way because every single person and entity that is involved with this decision except for hbo max warner brothers whatever uh, uh time warner was like really dude couldn't give us a heads up that this is happening cool awesome uh so very very Warner Brothersy thing to to do, but but yeah, they, the smart decision I think. I mean, we're, I, I want to hear. I've talked to Ken a little bit about this, but I haven't I haven't talked to Richard too much because you were on on vacation. But I want to know what how you think it's going to work. But I think it's a pretty smart way to pivot what is happening into a business decision to try to build the brand of HBO Max in the midst of the streaming wars and whatnot. Yeah. It, it seems like they're they're doing this as a way to put out these movies without burning them and feeling like mm-hmm. they wasted their time. Because you know yeah. you you do Wonder Woman eighty four or something, and you're saying, "All right, it's a, it's out exclusively at a theater near you," and then no one goes to see it. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. "All right, well now we got to wait for this physical release, and there's no hype behind it." So at least you can build the hype up on that opening weekend with this with it this way so people can see it and be talking about it on social media have the trending topics or oh my gosh spoiler alert articles and all these that type of stuff you know um this seems like a better way for that i think in future years they put these lower budget ones on there and then these bigger budget ones are in theaters but this is like a way to mm-hmm. to i don't know sympath i don't know desensitize us to this idea does that make sense uh, of this yeah. these day and dates for these big movies mm-hmm. and i'm full, i'm cool with it you know like i said but richard mm-hmm. um what was your thought when you saw this yeah. we talked about this possibility but to see mm-hmm. it actually like here is is pretty amazing 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's a it's a it's a great band aid. I I don't know the feasibility of the economics of spending you know a hundred million or hundred and sixty million dollars on Wonder Woman mm-hmm. for two hours of content on your streamer, right? Long term, right. um, but because um, eventually I think you get diminishing returns on subs based on that. But I think it's really smart right now. I think it's going to get them a lot of subscriptions. It's you know they don't have to split any money with the theaters, which you can argue about the ethics of that, and the theaters certainly aren't happy and all of that. So, um, you know that that all is is a whole different argument. But I think in terms of hey, you know we're a studio and we'd like to make uh, some some money um, now. <laughs> Sounds uh, okay to me. Yeah, you know uh, I think it's a it's a really smart. Um, Really smart uh, thing for now for for 2020, 2021. and then you reevaluate. I think in you know June if there's a vaccine, and then you can you can pivot again there. And but then you risk. I, I know you do risk the piece of do you anger every uh, every theater that now doesn't want to carry your stuff when you're ready to go back to that market. So it, it's a lot going on. Yeah. There's a lot of factors in, but it's certainly for right now a smart decision. I think. Yeah, and it seems like the this decision was made. Essentially, with movies that are in the can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, excluding, mm-hmm. I think Matrix 4 had some stuff left to do. Maybe they've already done it. You know, I know they shut down production for because of uh, the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they finished it or not or had to pivot indoors or what, whatever. But I mean, these are movies that they have. This is assets that they're sitting on. And they're, they're sitting there thinking, okay, how can we get the max out of these? <laughs> you know, well, we've got this, the, you know, basically you're holding a something that you know is very valuable and you're about to put it on eBay. You're like, all right, how much money can we get? How do we, how do we maximize our, our auction here? And it seems like this is probably the best way. I think wonder woman's probably the the property here that draws in the most people, maybe matrix. Um, I don't think there's anything else here. That's really going to stop down anyone to go buy an HBO thing, maybe Dune, but I think, I think I the Dune, the Dune diehards are going to go to a theater, Brian, to see yeah. that. So, yeah. you know, most the, sure. the other people that 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 probably are saying, you know, what I, I'm interested in that, but I don't know if I want to go spend the money to go see it in a theater because mm-hmm. I've heard it's really dense and I don't know if I'm into it. It's a great way to have right have it as an option there for them without having to pay anymore. Mm-hmm. But let me let me run down the the list of movies that are going to HBO Max, and we'll pivot over to Disney Talk here. Um, first up is, I don't know if this is in release order. It's just in the order of the list. Uh, Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be weird to that see that one's one gonna on be TV. big blockbuster. So that one, that one will be an interesting test case to me because I think it's it should be post vaccine when it comes out. If I re- I did the schedule the other day for next year, and I think it's like it's it's in the summer. It's June or, or July, July or something <laughs> like that. And that is the type of movie that typically. Um, I would say I definitely want to go to a theater because you want to be in the biggest. I mean, that's going to be a huge blockbuster type movie, right? So it'll be interesting. Uh, it's probably going to be like a character study, <laughs> kind of like <laughs> but, Batman right, v Superman right. was, but Godzilla v Kong, <laughs> where they're in a courtroom and there's <laughs> bottles of urine. Man, that Godzilla, that Godzilla piss. Suit he's yeah. gonna wear. Um, but but it, but it's also maybe it's not the prestige brand, perhaps that like uh, you know a Marvel movie would be or a Batman movie or something like that. And so that one will be a really interesting test case to see what the box office is, 
versus whatever numbers they release from uh, you know from from HBO Max and whatnot. How many people watch it at home in the first weekend and things like that. That'll be a really interesting one to me. Yeah, one one thing I just thought of <laughs> that was funny after this is you know Christopher Nolan is very vocal <laughs> and he said oh, he he clapped back after this and was like this is this is proof of the destroying de- decaying industry or whatever and he's very close with Warner Brothers they made the dark knight they made tenet or whatever and he uh <laughs> the, the Warner Brothers chief clapped back at, at him and said this happened because of you <laughs> Because of what happened with Tenet. <laughs> it's like, drop the mic. <laughs> like, that is that is hilarious to me because, I mean, what what bigger movie this year could we have put out there that, that could have tested the waters? And I think that's probably the biggest one, guys, you know? I don't know, maybe mm-hmm. maybe Black Widow or one of those Marvel movies, but they weren't going to do that. Uh, that. That's probably the best indication of, in this type of world, how could this work? And it didn't work. And so this is the move. And and so I, I think there's proof. There's enough data there for them to make this move, I think, and have it make sense. Yeah. I mean, it's a – I've become like the Nolan defender in the Discord especially, and it's not really the role that I want. I see both take. sides I of just, it. I just thought that was a, yeah, a, a hilarious yeah. clapback for this sake. This sure. was because of you, dude. Like, sure. <laughs> I just – it's it's just funny to me. It's not funny. It's It's – it's very typical of what we know f- about Warner Brothers, and I, I think that extends to the you know, to Time Warner as the larger parent company and whatnot. It's <laughs> theaters, you know, are immediately like, "Wait, what?" And they're kind of they feel like, "Well, we're just getting left out in the cold." Directors, I mean, Christopher Nolan and and Denis Villeneuve and 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 other big time directors, they don't make movies to watch on your freaking smartphone. They don't want that, and. I guess, I mean, I, I there's a part of me that's like, hey, y'all are going to have to come figure out that this is just the way it is for some people, that some people yeah. are going to watch we, your movie. We are heading towards a world where, you know, the the film becomes a short story and limited series slash series become novels. And hey, that is here's an idea. And the difference is not in the medium. It's, you know what I mean? It, and that's mm-hmm. dangerous for quote unquote filmmakers that want to make a two hour thing because that's instantly not as interesting as a novel. For the most part, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's, I get the I get the trepidation, but it's like that road might already be paved. Yeah, it is. It's just the issue is they went with we're trying to make a splashy announcement instead of mm-hmm. going through the proper channels to make sure that these people know what's coming that they that they know what to expect from whether they're theater owners or or it's Christopher Nolan or or whoever else. I mean, I I think Christopher Nolan is and, and Denny too and. Oh, who else? There was another one. James Gunn. Director. Yeah, James Gunn. Um, I think they're all in the right to be pissed about this because they did not... Uh, Denny did not make Dune to to be streamed at home. I mean, he made a movie that is supposed to be in movie theaters. and, and He I made know, it to lose $120 million, exactly, like God exactly. intended with Dune. No, exactly. he, made it, I just, he made it to be <laughs> cut up into eight-minute chunks. Right, right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But no, I mean, Andy I just quipped. think... I think the, they could have... Rather than than go so hard for the bombshell announcement, they could have smoothed their path a little bit by by going through the proper channels and and letting you know letting these people who are who are affected by this know like this is what we're doing now. Look, I mean, we can get into you know is Christopher Nolan or Danny, whoever else are they being whiners about some of this stuff? Yeah, totally. Are they not seeing 
where the future is headed, headed most likely? Yeah, I think so. I hate that. You know, I mean, of the, of the three of us, I'm the one that, that loves to go to the theater the most. And I'm well aware that we are headed to a world where it's, where, where my local theater is either an art house that has two screens that's showing Mm -hmm. a 24 movies or is a multiplex that's showing nine Disney movies and one other movie, you know? And that's just, that's the way, that's the way we're headed. It's it's where we're going. It's, it's like the equivalent, Um, it, 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 it's getting to the point. It's not there yet. But it certainly looks like it's trying that way. Where it's the equivalent of, of what, saying, "I made this record to be a record, not to be on Spotify," and uh-huh. go, "Well, that's great, but no yeah. one's going to hear your album <laughs> except for you know yeah. really hardcore fans of yours and vinyl enthusiasts." Which you know, mm-hmm. the Eventually, Venn diagram of theater people that. and vinyl people is a circle, right? Um, everybody mm-hmm. gives into that. I think Led yeah. Zeppelin was like the last big band exactly. to, to put their stuff on Spotify, and even mm-hmm. they were mm-hmm. like. How much money can we be making? Well, FTSK, right. you I guys sign? just did it last week because you guys were on yeah. Quibi. You, yeah, were, we were, you we divided were on, the songs we were still in the 40-second clip. dot com and MySpace dot com. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that. right. Man, just if if uh, if if they if if like the record industry had kept track of MySpace streams like they do Spotify streams, I mm. might be a millionaire right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was a Seriously. weird gap yeah. of of yeah. the industry where nothing was accounted for. Like YouTube, none of that like counted towards actual mm-hmm. sales, <laughs> and like that was our entire, um, you know, all yeah. of our sales were basically streams, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So that it's a very weird, weird gap in in um, in media in the late aughts. We've talked about that a lot. The aughts being being weird, but yeah, that's just another example. Uh, yeah, so I, I can understand. Denny being pissed because again, Dune, you're right, was made for a big screen. Um, I think it will get big screen distribution, uh, but I think yeah. for, for to back up Warner Brothers, they want the most amount of people to see this possible. All right, uh, you know, for and, for Dune, it might be a good thing because yeah, I put myself in. I would see Dune either way because we do this show, but I put myself in non mad about movies Richard brain, and I'm definitely would stream Dune. I don't know if I would go see Dune. Here's um, where here's where that's going to so work know. is is it might be good for Dune. It might be so dense that you can watch it five times and yeah, <laughs> and have the or watch it in thirty minute thirty minute increments. Yeah, and when you get tired, pause head, it and yeah. read up on it and and keep playing it. And that's have on your headphones and all that kind of stuff. That you Denny's can. the last person should be mad, even though visually he'll lose because right. it's yeah, going to be a beautiful. Yeah, I think film, it's going to be that IMAX kind of yeah for sure that he's going for. I'm sure it is, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, The Mandalorian has proved to me this year again that you can do some pretty epic stuff mm-hmm. on a small scale, and I can still be like, "Gosh, that was awesome!" That yeah. you know, the the CG was incredible. The this the scale felt big. The sound was huge. You know, all that kind of stuff can still be done right on the small screen. Uh, the the other movies that um, are being pivoted. I guess I mentioned it kind of is uh, one's the Suicide Squad, this new rebooted one, with I guess has some returning cast. Jai Courtney, obviously. <laughs> obviously We're gonna go one, one day and on the, on the say I'm turning on HBO not, Max not to watch the new Suicide Squad. I'm watching the to new watch Jai the, new Jai, the new Jai mm-hmm. Courtney movie. Mm-hmm. You're crazy for this one, Jai. I call this service Jai Courtney Max Plus. So okay. that's, that's what I have. Jai Courtney uh, Max. I'm hoping it catches on. Mm-hmm. Jai Max. That's the way we should all look Jai- at it, I think. <laughs> Brought to you by Cinema Blend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jai Max. 
<laughs> is J-Max a worse name than Quibi? No. It's not better, <laughs> but it's not worse. It's equally I mean, stupid. I'm going to say Quibi's... Yeah, I th- Quibi's a little better because Jimax sounds kind of like a porn. A <laughs> oh, I know what yeah, I was going like to say. I, 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 I had a point about Denny. I, I, so. I forgot. So here's an idea to please people like Denny and Christopher Nolan and Quentin Tarantino who are going to still want to make movies, but there's going to be no other way for people to see them but streaming services. Make like Do the reverse Quibi. Make them only viewable on TVs. Like you're on your phone, it's yeah, locked totally. out. Sure. Yeah, you can't watch it. Yeah. You can't like watch a contract with at least an iPad or something. Has yeah, some sort of it, check it can detect your device, <laughs> and if you're on a TV, uh-huh. you can watch yeah. it. That'd be funny. That would be awesome. I'm on board, but <laughs> that would be a great way to circumvent the. I'm. You're not watching this on your iWatch. We should pioneer this technology. I think this is a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're already can, Netflix is already knows what to, you're on. To Nolan and Denny and. Because it, it's got a different interface depending on what you're on. Like it knows if you're on a Roku oh, via Apple TV. So it just gets, you know, block out some content if you're on a, you know, iPhone. If it sees you're on iOS or. Can you imagine Android? that notification? If you want to watch Dune, get on a bigger screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like uh, it. I, mean, I only watch on my like, Android because. It's, it's real chesty about it. Yeah. Yeah. I only watch on my Android because I, like uh, I like the subtitles in Comic Sans. Only, yeah. Yeah, I like to customize. Android, yeah. yeah, I like to. I like to customize my my subtitles. That's really necessary for me. Mm-hmm. Can't just yeah. go with a designer's point of view. I need my comic hands on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine's in Wingdings. Sick. So it's you're fluent it's, though. Oh, mine's web so weird. Dings. High school you went Team to that taught dings. that. <laughs> Team <Wing> Web Dings. <laughs> All right. So the next one here that is pivoting over. To the hobo Max <laughs> is Mortal Kombat, and that's another. Didn't one. know that was even happening, and, yeah. and it's coming out in like three days. So is it? I mean, it's like early January. Oh, is it? It's oh. like the, it's like mid January or something. So that's cool. Well, that could be fun for TV. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> for TV. <laughs> um, speaking of TV, the uh, the Sopranos movie prequel movie. Oh yeah, is coming yeah. HBO Max. Many Saints. Of Newark, and it stars, I think, Gandolfini's son as as uh, Tony Soprano. Something I haven't like looked that. into that one at all. I, that was supposed to come out this year, and then yeah, it was supposed to be in August. A COVID casualty, yeah. but mm-hmm. I haven't seen a trailer or anything much about it. Every single time I've seen the title, I have thought, "What is this?" I don't know what this is about, and then go, "Oh, okay, right, the Sopranos thing." Gotcha, and then. A week later, you know, I see the title. I'm like, "What? What is that?" And then it's it's been a it's been on a cycle since January. I always last year, so picture it as the uh, remember SNL that sketch a few years ago that was making fun of the Carrie Diaries, and it was like basically Tony Soprano in the '80s, just like they did. Yeah, yeah. I always picture it as that. <laughs> it's like we're at a high school and they all have pop. Yeah, it's basically Gossip Girl, but Tony Soprano. It's awesome. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Oh, Kate McKinnon's me. Edie Falco is actually great, and it's not weird, which is weird. <laughs> the uh, we've also got um, Tom and Jerry. It looks like a CG hybrid reboot, maybe something like that. Uh, yeah, here's another yeah. one. You're, I know you're excited about Brian Space Jam: A New Legacy. Oh, can't wait! Can't wait. Starring LeBron James and Jordan's went to theater. Point Jordan. <laughs> yeah, point Jordan. 
Yeah. And uh, again, we mentioned Wonder Woman 84. We've got The Conjuring 3. The Devil Made Me Do It. Thank you. Uh, the Matrix Big 4. King Richard, which is about Richard Barden. Mm-hmm. That's going to be good. Mm. About time. Not really. The third, though. Sorry, guys. Oh, your, your dad. <laughs> yeah, it's about my dad. Uh, this so. is the Serena Williams Will dad yeah. movie cool. with Will Smith. Actually, could be cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting character. The We have one called Those Who Wish Me Dead, which I think is the Kent Garrison story. <laughs> <laughs> Excited about that. Only, only like eight people wish you were dead, Kent, to be fair. I only know eight people, so that makes sense. <laughs> um, this one's called Malignant. Mm. I think this is the uh, Kindergarten Cop sequel, where they find out <laughs> it was a tumor. Oh, wow. That's dark. <laughs> I heard Arnold's lost, Arnold's lost like 80 pounds. Malignant. <laughs> <laughs> Just immediate shift of tone. Yeah, I, Arnold's super old. <laughs> super skinny. I thought it was a Maleficent trailer. Malignant. I don't know what this is, but uh, it sounds dark and <laughs> dark. It up, it's it's, it's got one of those title cards. It's very like broken, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. like cracked. Mm-hmm. So there I'm sure there's no synopsis. So oh, I sure. have Sick. Yeah, it's James so, Wan. Though, good so thing they're advertising oh, that it's, it's coming to H- HBO Max. Um, he's he's yeah. got, the, got uh, uh, he's doing the Mortal Kombat too, right? This. Yeah. He's producing the Mortal Kombat uh, thing too. Is yeah, also Wan. They're deep in the Wan biz at Hubbo Max. Last two here is Reminiscence. I don't know what this is. Is it the Denzel one? I think that one's the Hugh Jackman, Rebecca Hugh Jack- Ferguson one. Gotcha. Hugh Jackman. <laughs> and two sides. You mentioned In the Heights, the Lynn Manuel Miranda movie. Yeah. That I had the movie draft R. this R. past R. summer. All right, Yeah, probably another year mm-hmm. off for the movie draft, I would say. Maybe 2022 it'll make its... Miraculous return, or that only they can. If they maybe would release the streaming numbers, we could do it by stream streams instead of money. Yeah. All right, so the Disney stuff here, Brian. I guess you can run us down this stuff. There's a lot of it. We don't need to go through everything, but let's let's hit the highlights here. Uh, You know, for me, I guess. I was expecting some of, some of this stuff, but I guess I wasn't expecting the quantity of this stuff. It's just a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's a lot of projects. Uh, I think that the headline was like fifteen Star Wars shows, fifteen Marvel shows, ten Pixar shows, things like that. And well, they want to start small. To, they don't want to over <laughs> exactly, exactly overcommit. Uh, in addition to movies and whatnot, so uh, lots of stuff at Hulu. They're gonna they, Hulu is gonna be the official home for Fox Searchlight and 20th Century movies moving forward. So I think that will be the, at least what I saw. It, it didn't spell it out, and y'all correct me if I'm if I'm wrong. But it sounded like some of that at least will be day and date for mm-hmm. uh, release in theaters. Certainly for the short so, term, I think. I think I think they're afraid to commit to it long term. But sure, sure. So we've got, uh, and they've got a bunch of new series for that as well, including one that's Martin Short. That's so much smarter than trying to do like, you know, Criterion Collection app, you know, like what was that one? Filmstruck or something that was, you know, trying to, trying to hit that niche of art house with its own service or channel. I don't think Mm -hmm. that strategy works. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm glad they're just like, okay, if you want it, it's on Hulu. Everything will be on there (laughs) along with everything else. I think that's smart. 
Well, and it gives Hulu a thing too. Twentieth Century has a lot of TV, lot of back channel right? stuff. It's yeah. not all art. I'm talking about yeah. Searchlight yeah. and going for sure. forward. But yeah, for they sure. can put all that back catalog, you know, mm-hmm. Alien movies and all that kind of stuff on Hulu. It's gonna be awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be, and that's yeah, mostly adult oriented stuff. It'll be a so good move for for Hulu. Um, on that. Mm-hmm. No, I don't mean. I don't mean that wasn't a joke. I don't mean adult. But I mean, most 20th Century sure. Fox and Fox Worldwide is going to be PG-13 and up. And so that kind of fits right. with what they want to do with Hulu in terms of right. Disney+. Plus. We're not aiming that at, at kids right. and families and whatnot. So it works out well. Right. Yeah. Uh, FX is part of the FX Hulu thing as well. Um, they have a whole bunch of shows. FX has been on, a, a I think, a bit of a, a down mm-hmm. lately uh, for a long time. At least for me, I felt like FX was really kind of the the forefront of peak tv just behind hbo or whatever and and that's not necessarily been the case over the last few years seems like they're really trying to get back in the game um there's a whole bunch of stuff that they that they announced there's a jeff bridges show that looks really interesting uh, that was that had been announced previously but i don't think it was like on the schedule yet um so that's coming bj novak has a series taika has a series uh, Why the Last Man, which has been in, mm-hmm. in some form of development for about 20 years uh, based on the, the comic series that I think came out in like 2000 for real. So um, they're working on that. And there's a Shogun series as well, which could be could be really interesting. But the big one was Alien. Yes. Yeah, the LC- Can't LC- wait. Yeah, so that's going to be... It's Noah Hawley. I mean, uh, sorry. Yeah, Hawley, uh, who does uh, Fargo and the that Legion show as well. And uh, it's going to be... Apparently, it's going to be set on Earth. So our our official alien correspondent, Joel uh, Pixler, reached out to me as soon as that no- news was announced and <laughs> was very excited about it. So I think that could be fun. That could be an interesting way to get into the alien world. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about their Predator, the series from Shane Black, but we'll just have to see. <laughs> right, right. Gosh. Yeah, I, I, ahead, you say that, that but I would be all in on a Predator series if they were to do that. Um, but Alien yeah, just not Alien on Earth sounds really interesting to me. Maybe it's like Wayland mm-hmm. Industries, and it's going to center around that and how that Kind of like Picard, not Picard pilot, yeah. things like that, yeah. kind of similar to that probably. That would be cool. That'd be cool. I'm excited with they, they I just think I think Alien is a world that you can do a lot with and I've yeah. just been super underwhelmed with what they've done with it the last 20 years. So, I mean, I like I like Prometheus, but Covenant was a real letdown and mm-hmm. I think this is one that's probably better served to take it out of the hands of its creator. I just don't think Ridley Scott really really knew what to do with it and it sounds like he's going to be like a consultant and that's it. And I think that's Yeah, a producer. Decision. That's it. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah, I, cool... yeah, that's awesome. Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, I said yeah, that's awesome. I'm uh, of all the TV announcements, that's probably the one that I was most excited about, just because mm-hmm. yeah. I think we have even said, you know, during maybe that Covenant review, like, man, how awesome would this be as a miniseries, eight mm-hmm. episodes in this world would, because it's such a interesting universe, and sure. we can't spend any time there because all the movies are terrible. <laughs> It's mm-hmm. like same with yeah. Predator. There's a lot of these <laughs> outlying properties that like they're still fun, but but all the movies suck. It's weird, you know. Bad Boys mm-hmm. got out of that finally this mm-hmm. year. Sure. Uh, Nat Geo is doing a bunch of docs, like it like it will. But the one that jumped out is that there's a there's a Jacques Cousteau uh, yeah. documentary that's going to hit Nat Geo at some point this year. I'm pretty pumped about that. I think that'll be really cool. 
I'm um, bummed that the Limitless series with Hemsworth is not a, yet another remake of Limitless, but with Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> or that it is one way or the other. Yeah. I'm here for that. <laughs> what if it's what if it's Limitless as a documentary and it's just mm. Hemsworth taking some weird drug to get? I would believe it. Have you seen him on Thor? Yeah, <laughs> those Thor three shots look pretty. Even by his standards, pretty yoked. Kind of in, kind of in. Yeah, um, absolutely. Super sexy. Or Thor, uh, Thor four shots. Pardon me. <laughs> that's right. More oh, into the Avengers mean? Endgame, uh, Hemsworth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Dad bought him. Claim his his, mm-hmm. uh, his throne. Um, we got a little teasers for Little Mermaid, Lion King, and Jungle Cruise. We already know those things were out there. Uh, Disney Plus series are uh, there's a Beauty and the Beast prequel series with with Luke Evans and Josh Gad. So I know Richard's very excited about that. Well, I'm confused by it. I'm here for the Luke Evans part. Mm-hmm. Very here. All of me is here. As long as there's no but less for Josh Gad. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> less of Josh Gad. But that's okay. I'm not a Josh. I don't understand the Josh Gad thing other than Book of Mormon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I don't know. I mind Josh Gad, but I, I'm also not excited for him to be uh, in, a, in a movie, I guess. I yeah. understand okay. Disney being in the Josh Gad business. Yeah. He's sure. a very like Jack Black kind of family friendly <laughs> face. Like, First off, how dare you? Throw him on anything and. Yeah. I know Frozen's big, so that's a whole different thing. I'm just not not in my yeah. wheelhouse, so mm-hmm. that's you know why. Sure. But when you're not a Frozen person, when you don't have children, it's he's a very confusing mm-hmm. star. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get you. Uh, there's a Swiss Family Robinson show coming from Love that. Uh, Ron Moore, who did uh, Battlestar Galactica and the Outlander series on Stars or Showtime or whatever it is, and uh, John M. Chu is going to be mm-hmm. part of that as well. I loved Swiss Family Robinson as a kid. That was one of my favorite Disney movies. So I, I'm kind of pumped for this. Me too. John M. Chu. That's that's cool. I'm excited for the to see the Swiss Family Robinson breakdance competitions. <laughs> that's gonna be awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really lacking in the original, honestly. And uh, and you can see my Rotten Tomatoes review if you want more information on that or how I feel about the lack of uh, lack of breakdancing in that film. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a Percy Jackson series that had been previously announced. I know there's some some nerds that are super pumped about that. And there's a Mighty Ducks series with somehow they got Emilio Estevez. I was so, like Emilio. Like, how did they get him? Yeah. How did they? <laughs> how did they get him? I uh, I saw this. I I would be more in, in on him just a new movie. When I saw mm-hmm. this as a series, I was like, I don't know. The Lauren Graham addiction is weird, but I yeah. I just don't know. Doing it for kids, it's kind of like the girl meets world thing. Like, yeah, it seems weird. Um, it's like take this property that everyone loved that's now thirty five and try to force eight right. year olds to be super into it. It seems they got like the, a weird uh, Gilmore Girls uh, mom. Yeah, but it's yeah. weird. That's a weird. She watching the trailer doesn't. She doesn't fit right. to me. The kid, There's a trailer. The, the main I like kid her. Seem pretty funny. I don't know what what his yeah. name is. Um, but yeah, Joshua Jackson. Me, I, I would have done this as a uh, as a movie, and you're right. I would have gotten Joshua Jackson as the hockey coach, with mm-hmm. Bombay as like the old guy in the in the hockey yeah. shop that sharpens skates. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> take that role. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's that would have been it. And then see if that works. And if it works, who knows? Charlie yeah, Conway. I don't, know, I don't know if I'm in on a I don't know, a series, even though I love the Mighty Ducks. It's, one of yeah, I'm maybe out, the most. And then, maybe the, they'll one do of the flying V one time. Like I'm right back in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If Bash in. Brothers My, show up in season two, oh, I mean, I'm, now we're talking. Yeah. When people ask me what's a 
a, a rotten movie that's good. Mighty Ducks is like fifteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's, that's, criminal. that's like criminal. Yeah. Yes, it is. It's <laughs> they should all be jailed. Every Such a person. weird era for for movies because like there's a bunch of kids movies from that time that are all rotten. You're like really. Like, it's a kid's movie. Doesn't it get graded on sort of a I don't think they knew how to do that yet. Critics were like, well, it's not good. If Goodfellas is a 98, then then Mighty Ducks is a 21. You're like, well, they're doing different things. We've gotten better at that. (laughs) Now it's sort of overcorrected. Now sometimes I think kids' movies sometimes get softball because they're like, well, I mean, yes, it was farts for 80 minutes, but my three-year-old liked it. You're like, okay, (laughs) can we just average these out? (laughs) Call it an even B for all of them. And just <laughs> yeah, move exactly. on. Exactly. It's fine. It's fine. Um, okay, Disney Plus films. Here Raise your go. hands like you just do not care. <laughs> getting uh, getting good here. Uh, Peter Pan and Wendy with da- with David Lowry uh, mm. directing. Very mm. excited for that. I do not care about Peter Pan at all at this point. I'm super over Peter Pan uh, reboots and remakes and such. But David Lowry gets me excited, so I'm I'm pumped for that. That's awesome. So that should be good. Uh, there is a, a an Enchanted sequel with Amy Adams called Disenchanted, obviously. Uh, very unoriginal uh, uh, titling there, but but it was it had to be done. She's keeping the look from uh, Hillbilly, so that's why it's Disenchanted. <laughs> she, she filmed them concurrently, so it was... A, <laughs> it's rough. It is Disenchanted. Uh, uh, they had to call it that. So. They had to call it Disenchanted, yeah. <laughs> it's... It's weird that the princess got a heroin addiction. Uh, You don't understand the pressure she's under. (laughs) Yeah, the Cruella reboot with Glenn Close as the hillbilly character is. I'm in for that, though. Isn't that that's happening with Emma Stone? Was that part of this announcement at all? Yeah, yeah. That one's that one comes out next year, one way or the other. I don't know if we have a date on. I think I have it on our schedule somewhere, but I, I. I didn't see it in the presentation, but this presentation was six hours long, so yeah, I sure. may have missed it. There were stills out there for it. There, so. it, they showed a trailer, but it was only to the investors. Okay, not okay. to the fan street. Gotcha. Or whatever. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Um, a project that I could not want less. I think more than maybe more than any other <laughs> movie that it, we know about. This is the one I want the least, and that is Pinocchio by. <laughs> Robert Zemeckis. So. With Tom Hanks, too, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, with Hanks, you're just like, all right, you know, give He's great. He likes the guy, whatever. But Yeah, it's the weirdest thing about him, that he continues to... <laughs> he just keeps signing up for more. I watched The Witches last week, the uh-huh. Zemeckis yeah. and Hathaway joint. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that is weird that it says that at the opening mm-hmm. credits. Well, gotta lean into it. He um, would be the good. funniest director to co-opt <laughs> joint at his... A Robert Zemeckis joint. That one might, I mean, it might be Zemeckis. That's a very, I, I just, whew, uh, maybe the the Duplass brothers or something. Yeah. <laughs> a Duplass joint. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah, a Von no, Trier joint. A Von Trier joint. You know, I. I <laughs> that would be a great bit if he just started doing it. I'm with you overall, but I don't know. Something when they announced Tom Hanks as Geppetto, I'm like, I don't know, that that sounds kind of good. And they showed a they showed a piece yeah. of the concept art, and I'm like, that looks kind of cool. I don't know, hot take. This is going to be good. Ugh, I hate Pinocchio to begin yeah. with, and I hate Robert Zemeckis. So this same, is 
but I a hot take. That's why it's a hot take. This is gonna be good. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> get on here and be like, like yeah, this Express, was one of the yeah. better uh, Disney. Live yeah, actions. I think it's Polar Express all over again to me. Yeah. I'm with you, Brian. Yeah. The, F- the, the dead eyed animation of Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the visual effects in the witches were. It was so Zemeckisy. It was like this looks terrible. Like it's it's technically beautiful, I'm sure, but it also makes me want to vomit. It's so very cold. Cringy. Yeah, yeah. Hate it. Uh, the big one from Disney Plus is in the films category was was a Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie with John Mulaney and Andy Samberg, oh. uh, directed by Akiva. So, yeah, which perfect. is perfect. Akiva, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah, directed by Akiva Akiva Goldsman from <laughs> yeah, I was gonna from, say uh, we should Robin. We should <laughs> yeah. clarify which Akiva it is. It is not. I thought I called for his public execution at, <laughs> on that show. Akiva Schaefer from Lonely Island. Okay, awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. that. That sounds great. Uh, maybe maybe a friend of the show, Will Forte, will have a little cameo in Such in Chippendale. Uh, yeah, man, this sounds great. Apparently, Seth Rogen is involved too. Uh. Has some kind of some kind of writing <laughs> part or voice part. And yeah, Rogen is also doing a Darkwing Duck reboot for Disney yeah. and a Ninja Turtle reboot for i think paramount for mm-hmm. for the movies so they're all the 90s nostalgia stuff they're just handing it off to seth rogan and i think mm-hmm. that's probably smart yeah. like i don't know the people are all my age you know between 30 and 40 that likes that stuff and at least it's in the hands of somebody who probably grew up with that stuff mm-hmm. and it's proven yeah. to be one of the more you know reliable and productive producers sure. and, at least uh, as a produ- as a producer he's done very yeah. well for himself certainly for sure. certainly has for sure on the Disney animation side of things, we have Raya and the Last Dragon. There was a trailer out for that. Did you guys watch that? I saw the trailer. It looks, it looks impressive. Yeah. Yeah, man. looks really good. I'm pumped for that. And that's going to be a – that's going to be like Milan. So it's going to be in theaters, and then uh, you can get it on Disney Plus for 20 bucks or whatever. Um, okay. They're going to they're gonna try that. that. As far as I know, and I may be wrong, but as far as I know, that's the only one that's on this list – that uh that it, it's going to be that that uh release method it to pay extra so, for mhm yeah so i guess they're going to try it one more time and see how it uh see how it plays um there's a bunch of new series that are based on uh disney properties moana and zootopia etc there's a new lin lin manuel miranda animated movie called encanto that comes out in the fall of 2021 they put out like a light teaser trailer for that looks interesting and a whole bunch of, a whole bunch of Disney Plus animated movies: mm-hmm. uh, Night at the Museum, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Ice Age, et cetera, et cetera. That will be making their de- debut over the next couple of years as well. Super smart. Um, yeah, for sure. For sure. I didn't realize Disney inherited Diary of a Wimpy Kid. That's a big property. Uh-huh. Right, yeah. right. Ice Age too. Right. Yeah, yeah. Ice Age is a big one. I hate those Ice Age. No, movies. me too. I really, but, but they all make I've a never, ton of money. I've never. In- yeah, totally. And and people people really like them. People the people that like them, they really like them, you know what I mean? So that'll uh I'm sure that'll do that'll do pretty well. Um I'm holding the uh Marvel and Star Wars stuff for the end here, but Pixar also a big part of this thing. Um So you got we know Soul is coming out next week or so on Christmas Day. Uh the next one after that is called Luca. It is June of twenty twenty. Oh, about time. Story. It's about Finally. time. Yes. Finally. Yeah. It didn't take long. 
but out way too long. Just like a couple, three time. weeks before he wins his first title. Yeah, it's that's be perfect. Awesome, how many? Yeah. How's the mom animated? Have we gotten picks yet? <laughs> they, there's two versions. Okay, um, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Mom's nice. <laughs> Uh, and then there is a the next two projects were are Turning Red, which is by uh, Dami Shi, the the director of of uh, Bao, the the short that came mm. on before. Which one was it? Was it? It wasn't Onward. It was um, mm. what came Toy out? Toy Story Four, maybe Incredibles Two. Yeah, Toy Story Four. There you go, there you go. Which was one of the more impressive Pixar yeah. shorts, I think, of of recent memory. So I'm excited for that. Looks cool. And a Buzz Lightyear origin story. This is a movie? Chris Evans in the title role. Uh-huh. It is. Wow, that's awesome. I thought that I yeah, thought it be, was like a series cool. or like a uh It's like based you know, on, they do those like series on like Disney XD and stuff with Toy Story mm-hmm, or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought it was. It's a movie. Wow, that's that's awesome. Could be really cool. But that's yeah. weird. Like <laughs> Isn't this isn't the whole point of toy story like that they're toys and they're made in a factory and they think they're real and they're well, not. if is it's that, about so, it's so about the is, character it's the based off of it's about yeah. who what the light your to- is okay the toy so it's about a based. fictional character yes. above buzz lightyear gotcha. very right. it's a different than the tim that's why the voice is different it's different than the tim allen so it's it's mm-hmm. they made the toy based on so what it's not he's not going to be a toy in the movie it's going to be like yeah a, no. a, a animated sci-fi movie basically yeah, exactly. buzz lightyear. Mm-hmm. gotcha okay right. that makes sense right like Very high concept for seven-year-olds. <laughs> All right, yeah. seven-year-olds, sit down. Let me draw you a graph. Yeah, that's what okay. that's what made the first one so funny. Is is Buzz? So we have this th- thing called IP, he's a, right? uh, a real space ranger, and he's not. You know, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. they can't make him a real space ranger after the fact. Yeah, no. Gotcha. That's cool. Love Chris Evans. Yeah. Yeah, this should be cool. Should be cool. They have some series coming as well. All right, let's get into the Marvel yeah. Star Wars side of things. Uh, there's a ton on the Marvel. Marvel side. Uh, skip so over the uh, skip over the movies we've talked about, like Eternals okay. and all that stuff. We'll sure. Yeah. So we know kind of what the next year or two is going to be. Uh, they've they've set official dates for all those things. The news portion of that was there's a Blade reboot coming for sure with Mahershala Ali in the title. <laughs> yeah, dude, that sounds awesome. I, <laughs> I kind of can't wait for that. Uh, that should be those Blade movies. Like, feel if you go back and watch them, they. They're not good. None of none no. of them are good. But they they feel so close to being mm-hmm. good, and you're just like, man, if this was made ten years later, this is probably pretty awesome. But no, totally. just didn't know it's, how to we, make superhero we, movies. Then. Yeah, we didn't know how to make anything other than Batman movies till like 2008. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the weirdest. Exactly. <laughs> and we're like, oh, we get it now. Now we yeah. get it. There's the formula. Perfect. Even stuff we thought was good. I was t- telling when we were doing the. Uh, uh, Goldeneye last month or whatever I watched is like this is terrible and this was awesome <laughs> in 1996 like this <laughs> yeah it's just funny uh, Christian Bale officially on board for oh, Thor 11, 11 I had not heard those rumors that is yeah. awesome until yeah, they announced that that was very cool hasn't hasn't really done anything like that previously yeah. obviously besides the bat I know like Batman Dark Knight etc but to see him step into that kind to to franchise film especially in a in a villain role like that could be really interesting i'm, I'm really I'm here for like post 2017 fun christian bale mm-hmm. like he's totally changed like his persona and stuff he does and things mm-hmm. like that and i love it man same yeah he's he's super i loved him before i mean i loved adam Moody. mckay adam mckay yeah like adam, yeah i really think so like it's crazy but yeah uh, big short really changed things but yeah i mean he was always awesome don't get me wrong i loved 
brooding, mm-hmm. terrifying Christian Bale too. But I'm I'm enjoying Ford vs Ferrari, mucking it up with Matt Damon on a press tour. Christian Bale quite a bit doing mm-hmm. Thor and living the dream. He's English again officially, privately, <laughs> which is cool. He doesn't do the weird fake American accent for right, press. Right. That's cool. Confuses my wife or Welsh, every single time. Yeah. Every single time she sees real life Christian Bale, she's what? Wait, what? He's he's British? Like, yeah, we've been through this a few times, but um Ant Man and the Wasps next the third movie will be called Quantumania. Uh so that's a that's a word that's in our vocabulary now. T'Challa officially will not be recast for Black Panther 2, so they will be moving the Black Panther moniker onto somebody else, but it will not be a it will not be somebody stepping into Chadwick Boseman's role. I think that's a smart decision. I think we all agree on that. Um, yeah, so that's what they're gonna do. There will be a Black Panther, but it won't be correct. T'Challa. Okay. Yes. I was yes. thought they were just gonna it was just gonna be all about the, you know, the side characters and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um Okay. Interesting. Yeah, no, there, that's a there's big been a man. For a while Who that, wants that job? <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. There's been a rumor for a while that they would move it to Shuri, uh, his right. sister, and make her the the new Black Panther. And they, they, I may be wrong, but it didn't seem like they said no, that's not happening. But they they've sort of tried. It seems like they've tried to kind of put those fires out. Mm. So I, I don't know. Maybe that's not. I guess they haven't decided happening. yet. I mean, it, this is right. Investor Day. If they had somebody cast, I think they would have announced it to yeah. for sure get for people sure. excited. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, last two pieces of info there. Uh, they're going to intro King the Conqueror into the Marvel Universe over the next phase. He will be sort of the the Thanos, mm-hmm. I think, of, of this next phase of movies. And he's going to be played by Jonathan Majors. So that sounds awesome. Can't wait for that. That dude's great. That's cool. I want Doctor Doom somewhere. I like Doctor Doom yeah. as a character. Yeah, so, well, you mentioned that. We, we're getting a Fantastic Four movie, too. Cool. So that, and then there's rumors of, of Krasinski Blunt for that, for those mm. roles. So that could be really interesting. But yeah, the, uh, we'll see if Dr. Doom... They bring him back um, uh, Michael Chiklis as the thing. <laughs> Hopefully. So, obviously. I would be way more hyped about Krasinski directing that than in it. I think he's kind of a... It's great as Jim Halpert, don't get me wrong, but as like a film actress, and I don't know, I can't picture him really in that part, but but maybe... He's been rumored on. for a lot of Marvel, like he was a rumor yeah. for Captain America. Right. Uh, you know, he's he's always somebody that they've circled, and, but I think Marvel probably feels the same way, like he just didn't have that superstar uh, quality, maybe, to carry one of these movies, but maybe now, maybe with Jack his Ryan, wife in it, and that, Jack that Ryan chemistry they have some, together. I guess, but... Mm-hmm. He's, he's yeah. really good in Jack Ryan. It's a little bit of a different. I, I mean, it's still. I would you know, say good. I wouldn't go really good. Yeah, okay, I think he's pretty good personally. I mean, I, he's not bad. He's never bad. He's he's like to me replacement level as an actor and very good as a director. Did so, they announce a point. director for this, Brian? Uh, yes, John Watts, the guy who's doing the Spider Man movies. Oh, okay, the new Spider Man movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so gotcha. that'll all tie in with Probably that. I would so. assume, right? Yeah, it'll all yeah. This Disney Plus in series case. in the Marvel, yeah, totally. In, in the Marvel universe, uh, we got trailers for. I'll just throw these all out there. If you guys watch them, we can talk about shortly or whatever. So we got trailers for WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki, What If, and sort of a, a, a sizzle reel for Miss Marvel. You guys watch any of these? I watched the yeah. Loki trailer because that's the one I'm probably least in on from the announcements. Um, I wanted to see what they would do there. I, I liked it, man. Great did you trailer. you saw the DB Cooper thing, Brian? Did, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm, but I'm yeah, to make to make yeah. Loki like I don't know responsible for 
events throughout history could be kind of fun. You know, they're going to jump around timelines through the old movies and bring back characters through time travel. So yeah, man, it got me, it got me pretty hyped on it. I wasn't in, but now I am. Great trailer. Great trailer. Yeah. Cause I'm kind of with you, man. Like Loki is kind of hit or miss for me. There's times where I really, I think he's feels like he's the only villain they have. Yes. That's good. And so they're going to use him <laughs> until people yeah. are sick of him, you know? Mm-hmm. I but I came around on him more, Richard, from on Hiddleston, uh, not just Loki, but on Hiddleston from watching uh, Night Manager a couple of months ago. Like that really, not that I was down on him or anything, but that kind of recast in my mind of like, oh, okay, he can do a little bit more than maybe I was giving him credit yeah. for. He's he's got a real charm to him for sure, and okay. uh, yeah, no, I'm 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 fine with that. I think that's great. I I'd be more excited. You have a great point, Kent. Like that's a cool idea in a vacuum, but having been kind of over Loki the last eight years, it's it like diminishes it a bit, but that's certainly not the idea's fault in itself. You know what I mean? Like, I think the show will work, but in the context of the last nine years of him showing up constantly and us being like, all right, here we go. Oh, he's mischievous. Then it's like a little, <laughs> it's a little diminished, but I'm still cool with it. You yeah. rascal, you. <laughs> exactly. That. Well, I'm, what I'm excited for mainly is for these Marvel shows to actually matter. Because, yeah. I mean, luckily I haven't been super invested in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or Daredevil or any of those because they didn't have any real connection to mm-hmm. the MCU. I mean, they mm-hmm. they kind of tertiarily did or whatever. You'd get you get know, like one thing in the Avengers. But they throw you one Easter egg. It didn't have much of an get. effect on, on anything. But I feel like they're, these are mm-hmm. really going to accent what's going on in the movies in a significant way. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, Agents of Shield tried to do that some in various parts of it of that show, and I think to some some degree of of success, and then and then eventually they just kind of went away from it because it's really hard to get people to tune in every single week to a show on ABC that comes on in like June, you know, and also connect it to these huge two hundred million dollar movies that dominate the box office. It's a, it's a tough thing to pull off, and so I'll be interested to see how they're able to work it in. Given like Miss Marvel, especially, they went out of their way to point out how how significant she is going to be in the Captain Marvel universe and the way that that all comes together through the films. And so we're, it, it'll it'll be interesting to see how how that all mm. how that all comes together. Which of them end up being sort of standalone? You can watch this whether or that has no bearing on the mar- the, the movies or or if they're all like interconnected and whatnot. Because um, that. I mean, I love the Marvel movies. I think the thing that tired me out the most down the stretch of of the Marvel films was like just trying to keep the chain together of twenty three mo- movies and remember how every single thing is interconnected and whatnot. So, interesting thing what they do with the with these series. Falcon and Winter Soldier looked really good. I, I like that pairing. I think I think Sebastian Stan and, and Anthony Maggie that should be like a fun show if nothing mm-hmm. else. I think that could be cool. Um, WandaVision is really ambitious. I don't really know how it's or if it will all come together. And I mean, you guys know I'm I'm very on record of I love Elizabeth Olsen and I kind of hate Vision. I think he's maybe the worst part of of the MCU. But we like Paul Bettany. Do something. We I do. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know. Exactly. So that's what's a bummer about it. And Catherine Hahn's in it too, though, Richard. So we're in. Let me ask someone. He's cool with it. (laughs) 
Yeah, like I, I sat down this afternoon to watch these all these trailers with Coop, and he was really into all these things. And and that one, you could tell he was like, "What?" He just really couldn't follow what all is happening because it's not that that one especially seems mm-hmm. the least made for uh, kids because no kid has ever sat down and watched "I Dream of Genie," you know. Uh, right. So it's a unless you're me when I was Coop's age. That's <laughs> right. literally what a I kid was are, doing. A, a current kid. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. We all had to. It was like, yeah, I guess I'll <laughs> right. watch Mash three o'clock in the afternoon because I have. Oh no! This this new Darren's not really working for me in this bewitched. It's either this or Sally Jesse Raphael. Awesome. (laughs) So cool to be a kid home alone in the summer in in 1997. This rules. I I hate kids right now. Think about this. Think about all this stuff that they're getting. I hate Coop. That is true. They're so lucky. Yeah, this is going to be awesome, man, because, I mean, you look at kind of what Disney's done with The Mandalorian in terms of they just play social media like a symphony. (laughs) They're like, okay, Baby Yoda, okay. That's all anyone's <laughs> going to talk about for a year. You know, they just drop these little, okay, Boba Fett, okay, mm-hmm. drop that little nugget in there. You know, all this kind of stuff is is awesome. And to imagine what they're going to do with, with Marvel, you know, bringing back characters mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. the movies. And I just imagine waking up on a lot of days with, oh, did you see the Marvel show last night? Blah, blah, blah was on there from, mm-hmm. blah, blah, you know, like it. it's going to be kind of must-watch TV if you're mm-hmm. into these movies I feel like for the yeah. first time for sure so all those shows will be out in 2021 and then moving forward we will get uh, Hawkeye with uh, with Jeremy Renner and uh, Katie Seinfeld Steinfeld excuse me She-Hulk with Tatiana Maslany Moon Knight with Oscar Isaac we think and then a host of other shows that uh, that sound pretty pretty interesting could be fun I like the come, uh, Hawkeye Haley Steinfeld that could be uh, that could be fun yeah, I think you could do fun things with Hawkeye when he's removed from the Avengers mm-hmm. realm, right? Because he's just kind of a he's he's such a uh, he's a drag um, when he's compared to Thor and whatnot. But when you take him out of that, it could be he be he could be kind of fun. Um, all right, Lucasfilm and Star Wars. I know we've we've dragged this on forever, but there's a lot of stuff we got to touch on it. Uh, Willow series with Warwick Davis. John M. Chu is directing the pilot for that. Breakdancing uh, uh, Warwick Davis is going to be can't, again. Sick. Can't Please give Val Kilmer back for this. this. Is my my one request. Uh, we need we need some Mad Mardigan. Do you guys care about Willow? Is that a thing? I that, I, I, I I can't. It's after weird that I actually really enjoy short. Willow. Um, but it's. It's one that I saw on there as a reboot, and I was like, "Wow, that that could be kind of fun." Okay, as a series, yeah. you know, like yeah. it's got a very has a big has a base, big m- sure. mythological element to it that I think could work in a long form. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I really liked Will a lot as a kid, and I watched it recently and was like, "Yeah, I, the nostalgia, I still I still feel it." So that should be cool. Uh, there's a series called Children of Blood and Bone, which is based on a, a series of novels uh, that I'm it's perfect for Disney. Yeah, I've got the first one on my will be one of my next couple of listens on on Audible. It's it's a it's by uh Tommy uh I'm looking where Adeyemi. It's it's sort of uh it's it's like African heritage magic show uh book and and show. So it could be really interesting. Excited about that. And Indiana Jones 5 is officially on the docket for July of 2022, which I still don't really understand why they're calling it five. They seem really dead set on that, but 
Um, I just, again, maybe Adventures of Tintin or something is counting. I don't, I don't really get it, but, but James Mangold. So I'm, I'm in for that. Nice. All right. The big stuff, Star Wars, so many Star Wars series and movies were either announced or confirmed, whatnot from the film standpoint. Taika Waititi officially confirmed as having a, his own Star Wars or potentially Star Wars trilogy. I'm not super sure where we landed on that, but he's going to be uh, in a galaxy far, far away. And then the big surprise announcement, I think, from a film standpoint, was Patty Jenkins is coming on board to direct Rogue Squadron, which is based on the X-Wing video game that was super popular, PC game that was very popular. The trailer that, that they put out... or I guess it really wasn't a trailer, but the the teaser with her and walking up to the X Wing with the with the helmet on stuff was awesome. Like one of the better cool. one of the better pieces of, of promo they've done in a long time, I think. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I I've been wondering where they're gonna go in terms of theatrical stuff, because we heard all this stuff about Disney Plus series for a long time that we've talked about. But this makes sense to me. You know, I think they could do some really fun stuff with this. And, you know, the question is, where where's the mythology going to go? You know, because mm-hmm. it's been so centered around the Skywalker family, the Empire, the Emperor, all this kind of stuff for so long that they need to break away from it. Even, you know, they're still kind of exploring it on, on the Mandalorian. But I think there's such a big, you know, no pun intended, galaxy out there for Star Wars that... I'd like to see them break out of that. So, I mean, it seems like they're kind of just still going to do Rogue One type movies, you know, mm-hmm. that are related to the mm-hmm. original trilogy, but but not really a part of it. Instead of creating their yeah, own new the, mythology or right. something like that. Yeah. I mean, I've said before, but the Star Wars universe, it's, it's so vast. Um, you can do so much with it. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm pumped that they're going to break away from the Skywalker era. And I like, it's but are they though? Cons- that's what I'm asking. Well, I think some like of this are. is, and that, that's the thing is like, I think you can, you're definitely going away from the Skywalker story, which is a good thing at this point. We need a, we need a break. Um, I hope at some point we're going to bring back Ray and Finn and Poe and the rest of them and, and get back into that. Cause I, I think they did such a great job of casting characters in that, that it'd be, it'd be great to have it back. But, but I, I like the idea of a, you know, of having a break. But yeah, like you can do things that are. No way for of, people to be nostalgic for it in twenty thirty. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Actually, <laughs> Rise of Skywalker was great. Uh, the people yeah. who hated Rise of Skywalker when it came out. Uh, but yeah, like it, I think that could be. But you can do you can do stuff that's sort of tangentially related to that era, the various eras of Star Wars, and you can go way back in in time. You can go way forward in in future if you want to. But you can also just tap into areas of that world that just really haven't been talked about too much or haven't there hasn't been too much done with there's a lot that can be that can be done and so you're right can't like there's some of this stuff you just got to mix the familiar with the new right like you want to try to find a balance in there where it's like uh you want people to who you want the people who are maybe not quite as invested in it as as we are to to be interested in some of these things and you and you want the people obviously who are super invested to like oh man i can't wait for that so anyway i like rogue squadron i have no idea what the taika movie is going to be i think that's one that could go way away from what we have yeah the teaser art they showed was like it was an old 70s style star wars logo 
that was like chiseled mm-hmm. out of stone and it was in like pink and teal colors. Mm-hmm. So maybe, yeah. I don't know if they're telling Taika, yeah, just do Thor Vergonk with <laughs> sure. Star Wars yeah. and it could be neon, it could be all whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think they're letting Taika mm-hmm. be Taika and that That's could either be yeah. awesome for Star Wars or awful for Star Wars. I don't know, but yeah. I'm excited for really? it. Sure. So the series that were announced were uh, Rangers of the New Republic, which is, I believe, is a Mandalorian spinoff, uh, and Ahsoka as well, uh, who was brought into, spoiler alert, was brought into Mandalorian this year. Um, that's going to be really cool. Rosario Dawson coming back for that. We get a little more tease on Obi-Wan Kenobi, which is filming in Boston uh, the beginning of the year, which had people real confused on the internet last week. <laughs> that was funny. Which was great. Just... People that could not understand, wait, are they setting Star Wars in Boston? That doesn't make sense. You're like, no, just just locations. It's fine. But I did enjoy all the the uh, the bits about that. That was pretty great. Cam um, Neely and Obi-Wan are the two greatest people ever in the history of this town. <laughs> oh, man. And, you know, Anakin's wicked smart. Uh, yeah, Hayden Christensen's coming back for, for this. So, so it's, it's set. When's it set? I was confused by that. I think it's during the Clone Wars or like, yeah, before, obviously before episode three, okay. I assume. So how much know Senate how is that. in it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of trade but, federation. <laughs> Sick. It's house of cards, but star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Obi-Wan's the new house whip. And <laughs> okay, cool. That's going to be good. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't it's going to be an awesome season. They're all wearing those white episode. wigs. <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> yeah. yeah barrister wigs. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Well, that could be interesting. Order. <laughs> I'm not super. I mean, look, Hayden Christensen's terrible in those movies. He's been terrible in most movies, so whatever. But I'm not against him coming back. If and just like okay, let's see if he with a real director if he's able to just be passable because. He's central to the storytelling. If you're going to go that direction with Ewan McGregor, so I guess, I guess I'm fine with that. But I wasn't as enthused about it as some people seem to seem to be. It's like, did y'all watch the movie? Or okay, but uh, and then we got a little teaser for the Cassian Andor show that is being sort of pitched as a spy thriller, um, which could be okay. I guess it's tough for me because it's Michael Clayton's one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. And I love Tony Gilroy and I love the Bourne movies he wrote and stuff, but man, Diego Luna is just so not interesting to me at all. So I'm very, this is a real Josh Gad, Luke Evans situation for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of, kind of in the same, same boat as, as you. I'll try know. it. Cause I love, I mean, I love Gilroy, man. He's one of my favorite filmmakers. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it could be interesting. Uh, and then there's a, the bad batch, which is a, a spinoff of the clone wars, uh, animated series they had a trailer for that which was pretty good we're getting some anime shorts in a show called visions uh something called a droid story and then two i thought pretty interesting pretty interesting ideas that based on more than anything based on who they who they brought in is there's going to be a lando calrissian series run by justin simeon of uh from from dear white people is that glover or no they don't we don't know yet okay I'm gonna guess no, but yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe he wants that Disney money. I, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Uh, this and is then America. The acolyte, yeah, yeah, yeah. From from Russian Dolls, uh, yeah. Leslie Headland, which is 
I think this one sounds really interesting. This one is kind of getting pitched as Game of Thrones light. So it's like high society politics and whatnot on Coruscant, which is like the capital of uh, of the Republic and whatnot. So that, that could be really interesting and, and does go into... I mean, I know we joke all the time about politics of the Senate and, and whatnot, but the more the inner workings of that and stuff could make for I mean that you could, could that be interesting if it's not George Lucas writing it I mean exactly. you know exactly. that's fine yeah so as we get to the end here of all this Star Wars stuff was there I'm you know as a format I was out of town for this but was there any Avatar stuff brought up and how funny is it that James Cameron is reinventing the way movies are going to be seen and now movie theaters no longer exist. that's what I said if if the end game here is that theaters no longer exist by the time Avatar 2 comes <laughs> yeah. out this is all worth it it's like <laughs> But yeah, like, they didn't announce anything James on that, Cameron's right? Dream and, and yeah, no, that's funny that there was no announcement. Uh, so yeah, yeah, exactly. The, I don't think they have any footage to show or anything. So, <laughs> but they've been the, done filming for two years, according to. Well, yeah, I know. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's it's a little weird. But yeah, Avatar officially. We you know we talked about that previously. Moved. It was supposed the the second one was supposed to come out next Christmas, and instead. It bounced to 2022, and that pushed all of their release dates back by a year. So mm-hmm. I guess next year we'll get some Sick. Avatar footage or something. I, I don't know. It's... I've got one minute animated. Oh, wait. You <laughs> you don't have a screen from 2029 here at this nope, conference nope. hall? Mm-hmm. Well, I can't show can't, you. Can't help you. <laughs> Just trust me. It's great. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like blue and everything. Mm. So. Yeah, well, that's if where it was we're green, at. you would die. The one thing, um, not that I'm surprised, but I would have liked to see, would have been like a Star Wars, I don't know, a, adult cartoon. You know, like something mm. like what, what they're doing Whoa. with that Star Trek uh, Lower Decks show. Sure. You know, like an adult swim oriented Star Wars show would have been fun if they had done something like that. Maybe, maybe they don't think Disney Plus is the platform for that. Because there was that show that um, Robot Chicken producers had done, and and when Disney bought Lucasfilm, they shelved it. You know, like it was already pretty much finished, and it was basically like that. Um, but yeah, I think they could do something like that along the line somewhere. But that would that would have been something that I would have been pretty excited by had they been, had they announced that. But it makes sense that they didn't not go in sure. that route. Sure, keep it yeah. a family. There's always time to announce twenty more projects next next year. You know? Yeah. So. They will. Could go that route. <laughs> well, lots lots of stuff that we're just, you know, scratching the surface of. We're probably going to talk about everything that we previewed here eventually on the show at length when it comes mm-hmm. out. So look forward to that. And look forward to more news, rumors, rumblings as we move on towards 2021 and beyond. Please subscribe. We've got a lot of fun things planned for the new year, both main feed and VIP. So you're going to want to stick around and we've got some fun things to announce very, very soon. So stick, stick with us, follow us on social media, and um, we'll, we'll get into this new year and we'll hit the ground running. So, so follow us over at Mad About Movies on Twitter and subscribe on the podcast platform of your choice. If you like what you heard, if you learned anything, if you laughed, please leave us five stars. Helps grow the show. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys in the VIP, madaboutmoviespodcast.com slash VIP. We'll see you there. Hey baby, I hear the blues are calling Toss salads and scrambled eggs And maybe I seem a bit confused Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegged Ha, ha, ha
But I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs They're calling again Scrambled eggs all over my face 